I'll come back. 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 And it says we're going at 30 frames per second, so that's pretty good. Is it trying to gear up? I see it now. I see it. I okay. see stuff on the chat too. Yay! It's I'm going to bring up everyone's sound a bit more. All right. Um, do we need to do a quick test? Check. Check, check, yes. check, 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 check. Check a Lodian? Uh, I think uh, we're good. According yeah. to the current bars that I'm seeing, we're good. I'll just have to check it from there. And please, everyone who's out in the chat right now, please let us know if someone's too quiet or someone's too high. I will do my best to correct it uh, on my side. So, mm -hmm. let's jump in. We're already behind. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the BarCast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders this evening will be a non-pencil. Enigmatic Otaku. Dead. I heard, I heard you guys were talking shit. Milk. <laughs> no, you. Ravage. What? My name's Flutterfreest. This week, we have a very special guest. You may know them as Jingle Moss's head elf. You may know them <laughs> as a trading post. You may know them as a Petri dish. We like to call them Petricord. Petri, thanks for coming on. Uh, thank you for having me, dude. Like, like I mentioned, this is like just the biggest of super big honors, so, you know. Speaking of super big honors, for those who have never tuned in before, uh, we are a community-based podcast where 100% of our proceeds go to charity, whether it's you subscribing to our Patreon, whether it's buying that merch, or if it's ad revenue on YouTube. Uh, everything goes to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary out in California, and be sure to tune in next week where we actually have a postcard from the horse that we're going to read to you. It's going to be great. Um, but uh, you guys ask the questions. We get the guest on, and then we make them miserable for two hours. So we have a whole bunch of questions out on Film Fiction, but we are also streaming live to Twitch right now. The lovely and on Pencil is watching the Twitch chat. Pencil, what are some questions that you will not relay to our guest? I will not. Actually, I haven't asked. Hey, guest, um, are you comfy with all questions? I am comfy with absolutely every single question. Perfect. Um, in that case, I will ask them basically any question, unless it's the usual of no religion, no politics, no, you know, no, no, no drama. Just where you hide the dead bodies? Yeah, no, nothing incriminating, like Rob said. Um, so yeah, just be careful with that, and we'll ask any questions you want to ask. Get hype! It's going to be awesome. I, I am mega super ultra hype right now, so. You might have already been able to tell that if you heard me, like, giggling around like a complete spastic loon earlier, but yeah. So that's a thing. Mm. Oh, oh, and then, of course, we have a drinking oh. word. Thank you! Way to fucking go! And just like every other week, when we say the word, reverse! Oh, uh, okay. Be sure to take a nice, healthy drink. But, be sure to drink responsibly. We don't want someone going to the hospital. Again, please, please, <laughs> yeah. please, please drink responsibly. Um, that said, uh, Pencil, do we have that question? 
shockingly, no. Whoa. Um, That's a reversal did... of fortune. Oh my uh, fucking god, is that what we're beginning with? No, yes. I mean, chat, you haven't asked the uh, rundown jet. When did you ask? I didn't see it. Um, okay, the question is dick, question mark. Uh, um, dick, that's an answer. Oh, uh -oh. here we go. Here, here we go. There we go. Uh, okay, so, like, are... Should I be answering the questions as soon as they come up, or... or... Nope, let Priest no, ask. No, 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 Okay, so, that's said and done, since we're not going to get that question, let's I go did, I just posted it. Look, look, look in the chat, it says, at 4.08 p.m. Oh. Uh... How fat is his cock head? How big's your dick? Um... Specifically the head, apparently. Uh, that's... I, I don't know. Privileged like, information? Stick your are, are you going to measure it in Imperial or in the metric? Enigma Hush, we're listening to his dick size. We're, we're probably talking like one inch by one inch, except doing the little parabolic curve thing. Like, if you're just talking about the head, like, the actual parts that are not head, it's just, it's not great. So, literally, the angry inch. Uh, well, okay, it's slightly, <laughs> slightly more than an angry inch, but it is a very... It, it's it's a contentious quarter. A contentious quarter. Well, for, that's a great way to start. For that's a second good. there, I thought you were going to describe your dick as nothing... is comprised of nothing but heads. Well, let's Look, stop, well, let's stop being my, a dick about all this. If my dick was composed of nothing but baby pandas, I would let you know. Hooray! <laughs> Let's get into some actual, like, interview questions. I'll okay. start with the very, very basics. For those of you who are not aware of the marvelous Petrichord, who are you, and what have you done for the fandom? Uh, I am a person that does horse words and started getting into horse words non-seriously at around 2014 and actually started throwing out stuff at around 2015. Uh, since then, I've been just hanging out with people that have tons of actual talent and just kind of trying to osmosize it and throwing down words whenever I basically get a big emotional spike. And I guess people seem to like that occasionally. Um, weird, right? I, I don't totally know how that happens. So how did you get into the fandom? Um, I was, I'm not going to say bored in college, but I was feeling really rebellious because I wanted to do all of the things that my parents would never let me do in half a billion years. So I joined like an RP form specifically for Pokemon type stuff. And I would not want to go back there ever again because it was I, I hope people not. who were terrible. <laughs> but like one of the people there uh, apparently really liked the show and I was like, oh, okay, this can't actually be this good. They posted a link to Dragonshy, because this would be back in, like, you know, 2010, 2011-ish, that early period. And I watched it, and then I just kept watching it ever since. Basically. Fair enough. Then, next, uh, what is your favorite part of the Brony community, the Brony fandom? Uh, would it be the online community, the con or in-person communities... Like the meetups, uh, fan fiction, music, Discord groups. What really keeps you here? Uh, the people is a very generic answer, but I'm the writers that I talk to. Basically, the, the people that are have the heads so completely like just full 
of dreams and knowledge and aspirations, but then that actually sit down and are like, hey, dude, what's up? You want to get a beer? You want to play a video game or something like that? And then I'm like, oh, you're actually talking to me. I'm totally not going to throw up out of nervousness. Yes, yes, <laughs> let's do that thing. And then we end up doing that thing, and I end up learning about all of the really wonderful ideas, and kind of, it it just feels fantastic. Cool. Then, next, if there's one thing that you could say to your followers or your fans or that love you, or how about those that uh, aren't such a big fan of you, maybe they hate you, and I don't think you actually have people like that because you're a lovable, humble person? I've got at least one person, but let's not talk about that, dude. How Ooh. dare they? <laughs> what would you say to the to the lovers um well i really appreciate the fact that you deal with my constant flip-flopping when it comes to talking about stuff and my constant delays when it comes to actually writing about stuff uh i'm really thankful for sticking with me and i hope the stuff that comes out of my brain continues to be interesting and or entertaining for you i i aim to please speaking of please oh. it's time to see the political question. The oh, deeply Lord, is it time? controversial question. The one that will ruin friendships. Petri. It's time for who is best pony! Discord. Fuck you! No, 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 no. no is your rectum. He is... He's the best, and I could go on for hours about why he is objectively, strictly the best. So... Yeah, but she's not a pony. Oh, okay, fine. If you want, like, an actual cartoon pastel horse, like, with actual cartoon pastel horse developments, I guess for less objectively correct and wonderful reasons, I'm going to say Celestia. She's just really bae. I really like the role she has in the show. And just, like, everything. Ten-ten wood, wood cuddle. Aww. So then your favorite ship would be, uh... Celestia Cord or however they no, pronounce No, no, it. it's actually Flutter Cord, and that one's too pure. If I want to ship Celestia, it's going to be Twilestia because I'm a cool person with cool tastes and cool headcanons. So. Everyone in Celestia debate. I have this vast, intricate network of who can be paired with who for what reasons of character interaction and what would make for a good story. It's like... If you guys have seen A Beautiful Mind, I want you to imagine a conspiracy theory board... Except is with different names. Oh. I've seen this before. That's technically a movie spoiler. But it's on Netflix, what? so go see it. What? <laughs> okay, is this stuff really spoilers if it's been out for over a decade? You just say spoiler at first so people oh, can stop okay, listening. Okay, okay, I will do that. Uh, then, then You're fine. My, I, Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. Point is... I get really engaged with trying to find out what character dynamics will work for each other and will make for really interesting conversations. And so I tend to map out what sort of access traits and admiration traits different pairs could have, how their strengths and weaknesses, what would, be work, what would work and what wouldn't work between them. And the more complicated things get, the more I get tempted to just jot down how all the fibers could fit together in the weave. Dem demonstrate this right now. Pair someone with Zakora. Pair someone, uh, just anyone off the top of my head? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I'm pretty sure the obvious pairing is... <sighs> Stupid phone. I'm gonna take this and throw it on my bed just way away. Yeet! There we go. 
Indeed. Yeah, uh, so the thing about a Flutter Zakora dynamic fundamentally is that we're both seeing, I don't want to just say a grasp on nature, because Applejack also technically has that grasp on nature. They both interact with the natural world. But specifically, we're talking about the stuff that isn't necessarily meant to be tamed. We're talking about the part that actually preserves the nature for the sake of nature instead of trying to utilize it for their own purposes. So there's that sort of admiration and appreciation of the unknown, with the unfortunate personality difference being someone who is locationally introverted insofar as being cut off from everyone else, but temperamentally sort of extroverted in terms of actually being able to discuss and communicate things with other people. While the other technically lives with society, but has had like half a dozen episodes dedicated to how much of an introvert that she actually is. So it's sort of a town mouse country mouse situation on that front except then you have the personalities flopped around a bit, but you tie it together with interests that are philosophically attached to each other in addition to simply being nature. Uh, I could imagine sort of a, a pupilish teacherish relationship where both of them effectively form little study buddies or the sort, exchanging different ideas about the hort uh, horticulture, the development of flora and fauna, etc., etc. So uh, a learning dynamic interwoven between the two of them that meshes well with uh, both a personality combination and the aforementioned philosophical combination. Uh, Patrick Hoar, I'm I sorry. Have a question. Yeah. Is all of this going to be on the test? Um, I, that depends on how drunk I get before I assign the test and or before I write down the questions. At They're liable to change. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am an unfair teacher, but I will not lie about you when I say that my testing procedure is awful. You're, you're better off sticking with STEM. Speaking of STEM, we're stemming away from these questions. See what I did there? And we have questions Aha! out in the thread. We're going to Alex underscore, who says it's time for the podcast. Spooky Halloween edition. This is where, like, thunder crashes would happen if I had a soundboard. So, yay. <laughs> Good job. Um, question number one from Alex underscore. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, in general, no. But things come out of the dark so often in terms of horror movies and stuff like that. But, so, I feel like if I said that I wasn't afraid of the dark, somebody would wait until I was, like, lying alone in bed and then do me a heckin' jump scare, and I would probably just scream in a really, really high-pitched voice. So I can't even front like I'd have some sort of bravery complex there. There is a reason I do not play spooky games. I feel that. <laughs> Alright, number two. Maybe I cut out, but I heard him say, what I heard him say was, there's a reason I nut. Okay. Yeah. You cut out. That's for sure. Oh. Okay, the reason I nut is not the reason why I play spoopy games, for the record. There is no connection between the two. I guarantee it. Cyanode. So, when you, when, you, when you get scared, you ejaculate. Yeah, prematurely. Uh, that's not... I, I have a lot of fetishes, my boy, but that is not a fetish. Just straight up. Could it be, though? Fear boner isn't a fetish? Yeah, man. Uh, fear boner is a fetish of at least one person that I know, and I'm not naming names, but... No, because it's your fetish? Fear fetish? No, Fear boners? It, what the fuck yeah. is fear boner? It's when you get scared and you pop a boner and it turns you on? Pretty sure! Much. 
Alright, it's a fetish for milk too, that's not a surprise. Anyway! Speaking of boners, we're gonna throw a bone to the next question, which is, what's your spookiest anecdote? Oh, jeez. In terms of actual spoopiness, are, are we talking about nightmares or stuff that's actually happened to me, or... Let's go... Let's do this. I'm gonna tweak this around a little bit. Do you believe in, or have you experienced, the paranormal? I'm not sure I want to chalk it up to a paranormal incident, but there was one time when I was coming back from a piano lesson approximately in my late teens uh somebody else was driving the car at that particular point in time so i was in the passenger seat there was unexpectedly near the bluffs where that were about 15 minutes from our place a gigantic green and black checkerboard board pattern that appeared in the sky uh with the green and black checkerboards uh shifting positions for roughly 10 seconds before the phenomena disappeared altogether uh, the following night, uh, when I actually went to bed, I dreamed of nothing but a vague shade of darkish red, a crimson-y type stuff. I later found out from roughly half a dozen different people that they all had the exact same dream on the exact same night. And while it didn't happen to me, all of them suffered from headaches for the next, of uh, between the next one to three days after that particular incident. Nothing was made from it after that. Uh, it was never brought up again. But it was definitely a phenomenon that occurred. God damn. That's awesome. Okay. Great story. Number three. You're visiting the Barcast spooky haunted castle. When you come we to have a castle? We have a castle now. Ooh. It's Does like it have a moat? It's like Spooky's House of Jump Scares, but with more cute things. Okay. In Pencil Sex Dungeon. <laughs> yes, that's it. We call it the Calamari <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> Oh, that's good. When you come to a strange room, abandon hope, all ye who enter here, reads the inscription. Any who enter will see inside this room. I mean, it's kind of what happens when you walk in a room. Their worst nightmare will be brought to life. Bravely, you step inside. What do you see? Um. Uh, again, are we modeling this on actual nightmares or just on deep-seated integral fears? Because the answers are going to be wildly different there. I'd say just have fun with it. Do whatever oh. you want to answer. Okay, then the thing I ain't going to be putting down in a fic is that I step inside the room and I'm instantly not inside that room because I'm locked in a coffin, as in a very small box. There's not a whole lot of wiggle room. And the entire thing, the ceiling, the floor, the walls, everything is full of wasps. And the wasps are crawling around all over me. They're crawling on my eyes, on my face, into my ears, inside my nose. And I cannot move whatsoever. If I move, they'll notice me. And then the longer I stay put, the longer I need to breathe. Or the longer I need to start to itch or start to itch and breathe at the same time. It inevitably happens. Inevitably, I end up doing that thing because suffocation is going to happen otherwise. And as soon as I take a breath or shift even the slightest inch, the coffin goes dead still. I can sense that they all turn to look at me. And the next half second later, 
up until the point where I wake up. It's nothing but being stung on every part of my body over and over again as a horrific droning fills my ears, fills every single part of my body, being stabbed on the outside, the inside, just a relentless string of venomous agony. I used to have that nightmare all the time. Like, we're talking uh, a few dozen times. I haven't had it recently. I'm profoundly thankful I haven't had the Hornet Coffin uh, nightmare recently because it uh, made it really hard for me to go back to sleep after that, and I would normally just be kind of zoned out for the next couple of days. Okay, so we so. have two comments on that. The first is from Wanderer D saying, oh, I know what my next Coffin request is. No. And no, you don't stop. Desist. And the second is that this sounds like a job for Dr. Bees! Oh my god, no. No. No, don't do that. Number four. You and Ghost Waifu are spending an evening curled up together as best you can, because you can't actually touch her, watching television and eating pizza. Well, you are. She can't, really. Suddenly, drawing her gaze from whatever exciting film is playing, she looks deep into your eyes. Petricord, she says. There's no point avoiding the subject. I know I can't give you everything you'd get from a, well, living mare. You open your mouth to protest, but she puts a hoof to your lips to silence you. Of course, since she can't touch you, this doesn't really do anything. So you say, what do you mean? I have you. I don't need anything else. Ho, Petri, she says. What I mean is I can't be physical with you like a normal mare could. And I want that to end. Tonight. Take me, Petricourt. And as soon as she says this, she leans back and flicks her tail to the side, exposing her translucent nethers to you. I'm sure if we do it for long enough, I'll be able to feel... something. Come on. You deserve to have a mare who can make you feel good. Will you spend 20 minutes fruitlessly humping the air... Or will you turn her down and make her feel even more insecure? Well, insecurity is not going to be an option. Like, I mean, it is going to be an option because even if I attempt, there's going to be the whole body image thing that gets associated with it. And also just like couch burns or the couch equivalent of rug burns are going to happen. But you know what? She deserves to have that be a thing that is tried. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Nothing actually works out. That's that. That's actually what, like, five minutes on E621 is for. I don't mind. I, I don't mind if the relationship has no sexual component whatsoever. As long as she's cool with pizza and Netflix and chill, and you know, is just kind of really awesome on top of that, then who the heck gives a crap afterwards? Yee. So yeah, Coach Burns on the crotch is, it's it's a worthy, it's a price to pay that I'm willing to pay for, you know, Ghost oh, Waifu. I like it. And then, mild spoilers for the show, number five. Did any of you see the Christmas special today? No! I have not yet seen the Christmas special. I didn't even realize I there was going to be what I do. But the baby, though. Um, are we talking about My Little Pony or Metroid Other M? <laughs> My Little Pony. No! What have you done? No! 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 And the priest, do you see this baby? Babies yeah. cry. <laughs> no, uh, why you do? I get, I get the feeling that something really disturbing just got posted somewhere uh, check else. Out, check out the, um, 
behind the counter. Oh. oh. That's where we post things. Oh, okay. That went from real cute to real lewd really quick. That's how we do it here. I am not sure if I am uncomfortable being stared at in that way by that particular individual. Well, we got a lot of how does it make you feel picture questions here today. And actually, I think the next one is one, too. So you better get ready to be stared at by a lot of fucked up shit. But will most of them involve sexual harassment lawsuits simply by making eye contact? Yes. Uh, Especially this next one, actually. Um, (laughs) Three questions from our lovable, huggable teddy bear, Ravage. I'm a teddy bear. You, yep. You're a teddy bear to me. Oh, damn You're it. full of stuff and fluff. <laughs> Gee, thanks. That Speaking makes of so being much... stuffed, <laughs> how do you feel about candy? Um, a yes. How all do you kinds feel of about yes? breaking pinatas? Um, that that depends on the pinata, actually. Like, uh, how how close does it look like to something adorable? And I well, would just be rending mm-hmm. it limb from limb with a baseball bat. Well, so that's funny to we say have a that. Question. How does this make you feel? Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Um, is is she okay? Oh, like, is she comfortable do, like that? Do you is, see her eyes? I, I, I see the way she's looking at you. Those she's are into kind this. Of, kind of come hither eyes, but she's into this. There's um. Petri, 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 Petri. Yes. She's yes. opened up so many new holes for you. Oh my god. You had to say that you had. That had to come up. She's really <laughs> opened her heart to you. Oh. oh. When she spreads her legs, she means it. No. She's sticking out her neck. Oh. Just look at her. She's sweet. She's splitting her feet for you. Oh, oh my these, god. These puns, these are making me feel... Almost as weird as she does on the inside. You're saying you feel a little out of sorts? Oh my god. Do, no. we, need, do we need to take a hard reverse and move on? Oh my god, drink. Oh. Okay. I'm going to be so drunk by the time this is done. Well, that's Our okay, because I, I, think, I think we're going to lose, you know, if we keep showing the pictures like that, I think we're going to lose a lot of members until the point we are also dismembered. Oh... Oh. Pencil for fuck's sake. I had to! It's been a tough day! Anyway. Pencil? <laughs> what? I hope you're ready for our fake ad in half oh, an Lord. hour. We're gonna do fake ad. Let's do this. We're so behind already. Oh my god, let's go. RK Striker JK5 has the next set of questions. What is your favorite non MLP franchise, uh, Patrick Quaid? Oh my gosh. Um. There are so many different answers I should almost certainly have for this question. Ah, uh, and I'm gonna feel terrible for saying this because I'm behind on ponies for like a season, and this other thing I'm behind on for literally years. But if I think there's one other series that deserves so much fucking rep and admiration, then I'm still gonna vouch that it's Steven fucking Universe. Re- Rebecca Sugar knows her shit just like so well. I'll, I'll definitely... I I really like Steven Universe. I'll be the first to admit that it has its ups and downs. Okay, fair I've, enough. I've, its I've, downs are called I've onion. Welcome our lesbian space rocks. You, you take that back. Onion. onion is fucking great. Onion is a sweet, <laughs> weird cinnamon bun who doesn't understand how to into food. Uh, 
I, actually, if we're going to talk about the ups, the biggest up is the one that's like a third the size of everyone else and is just perpetually angry all the time. Space Dorito! <laughs> Space Dorito is best Dorito. Yes. Like, I, 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 when I say I would figuratively eat that, I just mean I would have all of the entertaining discussions with forever, 10 out of 10. Not oral sex? No. No. You wouldn't oral sex the angry space Dorito? What's wrong with you? I, she doesn't look nearly enough like a pony for me to actually justify that. No, they're, they are too what? pure and too innocent. Wait, 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 hold on. Continue, I have something for you. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I, okay. I would get into all my problems with Steven Universe, but at the end of the day, it'd just be a big cluster. So, oh, oh my god! <laughs> Number two. I see you, what you did there. Have you ever done any fan-related works for a non-MLP franchise? Um, come to think of it, I actually haven't. This has been the one big fandom that I've actually gotten invested in. OTF, I guess? Whatever you want to call it? Yeah. It's not that I don't enjoy other series and fandoms and franchises, it's just this is the open-worlded type thing that I am fine with taking the plunge into. Oh my god, that is so cute. Oh, she's the best. <laughs> so, so would she okay. be shorter then? Because, you know, yeah. the limbs? See, see I, would, I would do the oral sex with that, except first you have to spin her around so the oral part becomes the butt part. Anyway, so what's the next question? Who did this art? Uh, I just found it really quick. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. I just, I, for a second, it almost looked like Aitzen. I, I would love to take any chance we get to promote Aitzen. So, no, but but good guess. Number three, are you petrified at being here, Petricord? Uh, I am in a perpetual state of perpetual petrification. Uh, it's. Yes, 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 I am. I am having the time of my life, and that doesn't mean I'm not also running on high-octane fear. Like, Hooray! Yes. You've got me strong, higher than an electric guitar muddled after the Hanson's voices. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I will still listen to... I can't even remember the name of that one song, but I will mm -bop. still... Mbop. yes. Anytime. so fun. <sighs> All right. We're going now to Hawthorne Bunny. Number one, what's the worst thing you've ever stepped on? Um, I stepped on a rock so sharp that I actually once broke the skin on, like, my foot. That was painful. Like, that was more painful than a Lego, believe it or not. That was, that was enough pain to fill, like, an giant jar full of, like, pain, angry things. I wouldn't I recommend it. I stepped on a kitten once. What? It, it didn't oh, die. It, it was fine. It turned out it was fine, but that's the worst thing I've ever stepped on because oh I've never gosh, felt I'm worse so than that moment. Sorry. Oh. That was the worst moment. Oh. I, I really like, hope. And you like... said a rock. And you said a rock. I'm like, of all the things you can step on, you say a rock. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Like, a kitten is like 50 million times worse than that. I am not disregarding that fact whatsoever. I, I, I don't step on a lot of weird stuff. I guess I need to walk more often. <laughs> yes. I, in my elementary school day years, I may have stepped on an unmarked grave in the woods during camp. Wow. Good. Good. I stepped on a snake. Oh, poor snake. Snake okay? I was scared. 
Oh, okay. I would not. I'm like gonna to assume talk you're okay because story. you're still alive. It was oh. a gardener, so like, mm. what are you gonna do? But I, I hope the is... I th I think the whole neighborhood turned my screen. So number two, why do all my dwarfs keep dying? Uh, probably because you haven't killed off the dwarf nobles yet, and also you need to brew more beer. Those two things are really essential for getting keeping a dwarf society up and running. You know, I thought I, he was actually, like, asking for Dwarf Fortress advice, but that said, I like your advice better. I mean, my advice is Dwarf Fortress advice. You kill off the nobility, because fuck the nobility, and then you get everyone drunk, because otherwise you're going to dehydrate. Um, and then you build gigantic lava traps and accidentally turn the world into mortar. I think. I think this is how it works. I haven't actually played Dwarf Fortress. I'm just a witness to these glorious accounts. Number three. Our meme that will never die. Oh dear. What is your favorite Magic the Gathering card? Oh my gosh. Um, my mind is suddenly filled with so many answers. That I cannot actually bother to... You know what? Oh my god, you used to play, didn't you? I actually used to play all the way up through Time Spiral. and then. Oh the my god, Time Spiral was the best block! It was... Sorry. Okay, if I wouldn't call it the best block, it's only because Ravnica existed. And yes! Okay, evolved into this again. And then the podcast became Magic the Gathering cast again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite card, and then we move on. Okay, alright, then, all-time favorite card, the one that I've had the most fun playing with basically any time ever, was Electroplasm. Okay. Cool. You want to uh, say yours, Priest? No. You sure? Is it Talarian Academy? Already... I bet it was Talarian Academy. No. Lightning Helix? No. Ancestral Recall? Warp World. Oh. That's a really good answer. Like... You just went up five points in the book of points. Thank you. Okay, number four. Please rank the following milks from best to worst. Cow milk, pigeon's milk, dragon's milk, or the barcast's milk, as in the person milk. Um, well, I haven't drunk any of your guys' milk. That seems like it would either be difficult or awkward in varying shades. From what I understand, it's not very difficult. Okay, you know what? You just gotta get milk oh. to come in a glass. Like, yeah. I mean, there's literally a picture of it. Oh, um... Wait, Milk took a picture of him coming in a glass? No, Milk as a glass. Oh, oh my god, really? Holy shit. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Milk. Milk, wake up. Wow, okay, so... Milk! What? 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 Did you come in the glass and take a picture of it? Are you buying? Yeah. No, I, I, isn't the question, would you come in a glass, take a picture of it, and then make me drink it? Yes. Oh, I mean, oh. if you're if you're buying it, if you're buying it, then yeah. See? I can think of better things to spend my money on, like food. And hey, there's good protein in that shit. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess I don't really have an excuse. Okay, then. but that's not the question. The question is okay, rank but, the milks from best to worst. Okay, dragon's milk, dragon's milk, um, and then cow milk because I have to rep the state, and then everything else is sort of an I will drink this because it's dairy, or at least looks like dairy, and that is okay in my book. Da, 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 da. A man of excellent taste, I see. Well, I have good taste in alcohol, and I have good taste in pornography, so that explains the top two. Just saying. Fair enough. 
I got introduced to the works of enigmatic otaku today, and I got so educated. My eyes were open. Oh, Lord. It was magical. Honey, I'm sorry. You could practically hear Insane Clown Posse's miracles playing in the background. It oh was my God. fantastic. <laughs> I think I got accused of being his alt once. Uh, oh, wait, he's actually probably on the stream. I'm sorry, my brain is doing the um, all scattered abouty things. Um, Petri, we have a question from the chat. Actually, it's more of a statement, and I wanted to tell you. Okay. Professor um, Plum wants you to know that you are extremely gay. I am sorry that I am extremely gay for liking female anatomical parts as a man. I am very sorry for how... Hey, never apologize for being gay. There's nope, nothing to be ashamed of. Plum, you killed our guest. Again. Anyway. He won't stop laughing. That's that's not a bad thing unless you want the cast to be not devolving into giggles. No, it just devolves into Magic the Gathering. Oh, well, we do have okay. to get through questions, so... Oh, okay. Fucking Tolarian Academy. Alright. Tin Man has questions. Number one. Favorite headcanon? Um. Ah, uh, shit. Discord and Fluttershy in this are in the sort of relationship that's like would be a super romantic relationship, except there's no actual sex or even kissing really involved. It's just like the most intense freaking friendshipping that you could ever imagine. Like we're we're talking a moment where basically like two people wake up in the same bed as Dawn's filtering in through the blinders, and then one of them strokes the other's cheek and just like holds their mark like their arm or hand-like appendage there, and then you get Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing playing in the background really softly. Like, that's sort of intense. That's pretty gay. Yeah. It, it, it is the gayest heterosexual thing I can think of. Hey, man. Whatever you need to say. Yeah. Also, I just noticed that Plum is asking for people to send me dog pictures. This is not a good idea. I get real giggly. Well, over good, dog pictures. The good news is that we have a section of the cast called How Does It Make You Feel? So people can post those out in the uh, the Discord chat, or not the Discord, the fucking fan fiction thread, and we'll get to it later on. So, locally, locally, locally. Then, next question. Do you prefer the bug ponies or the gay deer? Oh, can't we have them? Can we have both? Like, I really like bug ponies when the e evil vampire or misunderstood vampire thing needs to happen. But I also really love my glittery cartoon moose things just for being cute and very oh, huggable. You would love the gay deer. He's so adorable. Like, every he is a walking hug box. And the only thing more of a walking hug box than him is his fucking uber-powered, uber-meant shape-shifting daughter. Or whatever relation Acellus has to him, I have no idea. The point is, they're freaking cute. Like, plushy level cute. So, I want them, but I also want... Okay, you guys, you you know of the Weaver, right? TG Weaver? <clears throat> TG Weaver. Yes! Yeah. Sorry, go on. Okay, I, I, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. And this is mostly to find out if you, are a her if you are heretics or not. Is there anything in this world cuter than Dunganya? As in the slightly mentally daft changeling that he wrote up 
with a bit of a speech impediment and no horn, but that is just completely good-natured and stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look that stuff up right now. She is the cutest. Straight Pretty awesome. Up. Well, we're we're yeah. behind, so I'm going to try and push us through. Okay, okay, sorry. No, you're fine. Number three, griffins or dragons? <sighs> you, you, you keep forcing divisions that I don't want to have to make dragons. Dragons. Yep. Okay. Number four, do you even crotch boobs? Uh, I even basically every day and all of the yes. Yeah. Yes. Why, why not dragon boobs? Uh, 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 why not not dragon boobs? No, why not 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 dragon boobs? Because not why. Because yes is the answer. I, Just straight I up followed yes. that. Good job. Okay. All right. And then next question and last one from Tidman. How does this make you feel? Oh. Um. David Lynch, why, why are you commissioning people to do arts for you? And why did you get Apple Beans to do those arts for you? Okay, this isn't Apple Beans level, but that that face, that eating the leaves face, is like that. There, there is going to be some really weird Twin Peaks shit going on there in the next minute or so, and I'm not sure I want to bear witness. All right. It's well drawn though. Hey. Now we've reached Rundown Jet, who says, "Hello there. You've reached the common of Barcast's most hated Canadian. Enjoy your stay." Fuck off, Rundown Jet. What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy, but so freaking good? 100 grand bars. I could eat an entire bag in one sitting. They are actually the perfect candy. But, Just like but, they found but, a perfect candy and made it. But, but the, the, those aren't bad for you. Uh, I, I, because they're just, they make you so insanely happy. I mean, they're not be- bad for you. They're, they're fine. They're, they're not bad for you. It, don't you ruin this for me. They make you happy, and too much happiness makes your story end. Like, they're not bad for you. You <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> okay, forget what I said. They are the healthiest health food known to the healthy people of Healthvania. Thank you. Okay. Uh, in that case, that case, broccoli is incredibly unhealthy food, clearly and obviously. So, yeah, that's clearly my weakness. Duh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, it'll, it'll give you all diabetes, and it's just like, then you'll die. That's awful. Damn that broccoli. Damn that broccoli. Number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Besides Um, wasp coffins? Besides the wasp coffin? Uh, (laughs) waking up one day and realizing that everybody that I want to talk to hates talking to me, and will be completely disgusted by me for everything that I've done, and within the span of days or even hours, just becoming utterly alone and unloved by everyone. Like, a permanently shunned pariah. And knowing that even if I don't know what exactly it was, that whatever happened that caused them to hate me was ultimately my fault. And that I'm not worthy of admiration. Yeah, that's that's a fear. I'm sorry, this is getting real freaking dark real freaking quick. Maybe we should like change over to questions about candy and sex and sexual I just candies. came here to have a good time, and honestly, I'm just feeling so attacked right now. I'm Number sorry. Number three. Why is bad milk the best milk? Uh, um... Because for the same reason that bagged blood is the best blood, so that milk vampires don't have to feel guilty about drinking it every night. They don't have to feel like they're taking stuff from prey. (laughs) 
I have no witty retort to this. Milk I mean, have you ever met a milk vampire? They're well, tragic I mean, and noble they, souls. I wouldn't put it past milk. Our milk. milk, are you a vampire? I mean, it daywalker because uh, you guys have seen me in the sunlight. He is very good at sucking, though. There is a as a wise as a wise philosopher once told me the world is a vampire. The world is a vampire. No. Hey, now you get it. <laughs> Number four. What is that one annoying habit that just annoys you, or something you do that annoys others? Um. Ugh. I think when it's around like people that I don't really know, it's constantly apologizing and or second guessing every statement that I make, uh, without actually coming up with an answer that isn't second guessed or apologized. As far as uh, stuff that other people do, um, I guess when they do something that's really annoying, then downplay it to make it out as if it was nothing, and that the if if you're taking offense to it, that's their own problem. That your own problem instead of them doing something wrong. And then if they couple that with like a short snorting laugh, like what they just said was funny. <laughs> yeah. I may or may not be speaking from experience here, but that would be drama. Fair enough. Number five. What's the theme song for your sex life? Um, see, the problem is I currently have like Rihanna's Naughty Girl running through my head, but that is most certainly not the song that's actually appropriate. <laughs> You're a naughty girl! I am the least naughty... I blush when I think people are about to kiss. I am the least naughty individual imaginable. Um, It, it would have to be probably something that totally actually didn't sound like a sex jam. So, uh, on that basis, I'm gonna go with... um. Shit. I, I, I'm gonna go with Linkin Park's <gasps> it's something they did that's really good and not mimetic. Forgotten. Oh, okay, that is a really good song. Uh, figure 8. Figure 8. I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna... Figure 9? I think that's the it's name of it. Whatever. I'm gonna, off Meteora, yeah. Yeah, Meteora was such a good album. Like, so many of their albums were good albums, and then they just acquired the meme status and got shed on so hard, and it's awful. It's really true. I wish there were more people in this world who appreciated Linkin Park as much as I do. That's true. <laughs> I liked Linkin Park before Fort Minor, so mm. fight me. <laughs> hey, Fort Minor's fine. Fort Minor's fine, too. They're okay, but after that, their music kind of... Uh... Well, I mean... Fort Minor yeah. wasn't what changed Linkin Park's music. Didn't they, like, seriously start to change their vibe from Minutes to Midnight onward when they decided that they wanted to be more than new metal? As much as I agree and think this is a valuable conversation because anything Linkin Park related is valuable to me, we need to move on! <laughs> yeah, we do. You're right, That's because I point. can stay here in this conversation all day. Number it's true. six. How would you describe so guess... yourself using only three words? Uh, neurotic, neurotic, neurotic. That was easy. Huh. Uh, or, fine, co composition via neurosis. Uh, or composition via compulsion. Basically, everything that I output is an attempt to rationalize, uh, stuff that comes in via input. So I am effectively a giant conversion machine for thoughts, concepts, and various different bits of art. Um, and that 
does not necessarily reflect a very healthy mind state, but it doesn't mean that I feel the really big feelings. And I love getting a chance to share the really big feelings with other people when it, it, it's possible for me to do so. Don't not feel your feelings. I, I feel the feelings so fiercely, it's kind of incredible. Number seven. If your entire life thus far was a movie, what would be the title of it? Oh, shit. I need to come up with something super symbolic that would take me hours to think of if I were doing this properly, okay? Um, Because that, that, that question could just go all the way down the frickin' rabbit hole, but you guys are going to want to answer within the next 15 seconds. So, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Refractions. Cool. Number you sure eight. it's not Reverse? Oh, okay, fine. You could say that as well. And, and then I could proceed to get even drunker. <laughs> Number eight. Just how big is your porn stash? Um, actually, it's pretty small because a lot of the times I just, like, hop through direct links. Um, so we're talking, I don't know, like 20 images or so. Most of the rest of the stuff I can look up fairly easily on my own. I'm willing to answer any question. I'm being honest about this stuff. It's true. It's true. Uh, I'm like as a Applejack, bonus, except not. As a bonus, Scotch whiskey, yay or nay? I've never had whiskey, and I get criticized what? about this for being a lame all the time. Why? Why have you not done this? Because I have the alcohol tolerance of a baby. Look, I'm getting giggly and drunk off of, like, ales and stouts. This Someone... isn't even a liquor yet. Someone pour this guy in Angry Balls. Yeah, he needs an Angry Balls, you're right. <laughs> angry Orchard, Fireball, have fun. Uh, okay. Um, that... You know what? Sure, sure. Let's make that be a thing. Um, next BronyCon, let's make that be a thing. Hell they're yeah! They're also called Flaming Apples, and they're pretty fucking good. Or Cinnamon Apples. Whatever you Yeah. Alright. Thank you for that interlude, Milo. Star has the next question. What wouldn't you do for a Klondike bar? Um, I, uh, uh, I wouldn't say Star Swirl is best pony. I wouldn't do that. Not even Ooh. for a Klondike bar. Not even for a Klondike bar. I like you emphasized dyke when you said that, by the way. Good job. I, I'm sorry. I, I meant to emphasize every single syllable. Like, so I know, Klond man. Oh. I, I did love that you're just like, not even for a Klon Dyke bar. I was like, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was completely unintentional. I'm sure, I'm sure. Next question comes from the other other guy. How does this make you feel? Um, oh dear. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh! Oh! What horrors have I seen on my computer screen? No! Some edits were not meant to be made, and that's one of them. No! Sometimes we as humans don't ask whether we can or not, but whether we should. This is the sort and of sometimes shit that the answer is yes. Myth. This is the sort of shit that leads to the unknowable and the unnameable and the king in yellow. Why no. not gif? <laughs> yes! Thank you! Can I please get my Fluttershy boneless? 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, priest. Hey, priest. Yeah? Hey, priest. This is a chicken wing. <laughs> well, oh, wow. I, I, I think I, I think I echo the sentiment for everyone here that this is a pretty foul image. No, sunbrow oh for the life everywhere. So. That off my screen. Sunbrow for life has the next questions. Number one, what's your favorite video game, Petri? Uh, Senua's Sacrifice. That's probably not actually my favorite, but that's a good default answer. It really spoke to me. Number two. What's your favorite boss fight? Um, probably Raiden versus Blade Wolf in Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. I had disproportionate amounts of fun with that one. Mm, yeah. It doesn't hurt that the soundtrack to the entire game is fantastic. It is but, too, isn't it? Yeah, a soldier I remain, and I'm my own master now. Are definitely standouts, though. Oh. Number three. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I love that voice. I love that voice, and that voice needs to keep being a thing. <laughs> oh. Oh. But I'm sorry, Skeletor, I can't accept you into my heart. The smooze is already there, and I have to worship our lord and savior, the smooze. Which smooze? Uh, either the super threatening one or the happy top hat one. Okay, just checking. Also, yeah. I've been asked to pass along a message by Professor Plum, Priest, you are incredibly gay. Good. I can vouch, he's very gay with me. <laughs> we get to oh, be snap. gay together quite soon. Yeah, Priest and I have gay sex all the time. Hey, Number four. You are in Ponyburg. What business do you start? Uh, does Ponyburg actually believe in businesses? Or, you know, I, I thought that all enterprise there was, like, government-sponsored and government-owned. I think they like to do the business. I'm pretty I, sure I, Applejack would argue vehemently against you on that. I, yeah, I think pretty, that if I, I was in... I think it's a socialist utopia. <laughs> we gotta be careful, we gotta be careful, but I think, I think Plant's right. I, I'm not gonna say utopia, but I think that if I was in Ponyburg, I would be in charge of checking passports between Ponyburg and the various other different countries surrounding Ponyburg, and oh. making sure that everyone had their documentation in order. So you papers, please, Equestria. You, you are the papers, please, person. I, I am the ponies, please, person, yes. Number five. Uh, glory to Ponyburg. I Do probably you could have even praise, bro? I really need to beat that game, but it just gets so difficult later on. Ugh. God, what's the name of that one town? Plague Town or whatever? I... Anyway. But yes. Anyway, now we're about halfway through the cast. We are? Yeah, just about. Oh. So. Uh, hey, Pencil. <sighs> yeah. Did you know that right now there is electricity? Uh, uh, wow, tell me more. It's existed for about two, three, yeah, about 300 years or so. But it's actually existed as a concept way earlier than that. Anyway, we have machines that run on electricity, and you're using one right now. Machines, you say? In my house? Yes. <laughs> and you can actually put money into these machines. What? Do I just, like, cram it in there? Or is there a better way, priest? 
There is. If you use a website, it's called Patreon. You can actually spend money in such a way that it helps, like, living beings. Like, horses. Really? What kind of horses can I help, priest? The, the ones with four legs. And sometimes they might even only have three legs. The point oh. is, you're rescuing horses that are in bad situations. And you can do that by subscribing to the Barcast Patreon. Only on Patreon. Wow. That's exciting! I can't believe I didn't know about this before! With all this extra money I have, I'm looking forward to helping horses! If you subscribe to the Barcast for just a dollar right now, you can send a dollar to Horse Rescue, because that's where the money goes. If you want to give money to horses, donate to our Patreon! Yay! That's it, that's the fake ad. <laughs> an effort today. <laughs> that was really bad. It was. We'll do better next that time, re Chad. That, remi that reminded me of the commercial that SpongeBob and the and the Krusty Krab did. God, you're right. I just have, I just have to say, <laughs> the bar. You guys asked for come spend your money here. You guys asked for not songs and asked for <laughs> fake ads instead, and we're trying, guys. We're fucking well, trying. If it makes you feel any better, it reminds me of the 90s, or was it 90s or 2000, the chicken tonight, mom, can we have chicken tonight, chicken tonight, that one. God damn, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you want, well, we, we, can, we can do it over, if you want. No, it's questions time. Okay, back to questions. Now we're off to Jammer. So, Petricord, has the cast been nice to you? They've been super friendly and super nice and just super, super awesome. Damn, we're not doing our job. Right? Number one. Can I have the Wi-Fi password? No. Damn it. Number two. If you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week, would you give 90 a place to stay at or near your home? Is he trying to steal my Wi-Fi password? No, but he's probably not working on Genfic. Um, well, uh, if he can find a way to pawn those 33 beers to pay off his rent, then sure, I don't see why not. No, no, you get the 33 beers. No, I, I know, but if he can, like, resell those beers on the alcohol black market to make some cash, then then that's totally Gucci with me. The alcohol, the black, alcohol market. black market. There's probably a place in the world where alcohol is illegal. He can go sell it there. Actually, you're not wrong. Damn, dude. I think most of the time the alcohol black market is just called a high school, though. <laughs> He's right, anyway, you know. Number three. Would you hug Thing Pony? Would you kiss them goodnight? Tell them every little thing is going to be alright? And would you stick your peener in it? That's um, would you please? Oh, do you, do, you need, uh, do you need it? Is it time? Got it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh... Um, oh dear! Oh! Oh! Look at them eyes, though. Um, is she friendly? Well, is it's she, she's, personality? she's based on John Carpenter's The Thing, so... That means she probably wants to kill me and replace wants, me. Or she wants the D. Um, she wants I'm you inside sorry, her. But, but the D probably stands for death, so I'm gonna have to, like... Take a short walk somewhere with a lot of fire and bring that back and apply fire directly to the forehead. Aww. 
Well, at least you're approaching the issue head on. Number I'm, four. No, I, 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 I can think of better ways to die via potential sex or romantic partners. Like, lots better. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to have to refuse. Numero four. If you were a food, what would you be, and how would you like to be eaten? Oh. Okay, this is the part where I'm supposed to give, like, a really sarcastic answer and say something completely disgusting that nobody in their right mind would want to eat, right? Like, that's that's not the mathematician's answer, but that's the snarky physicist's answer or something. But you know what? Screw that. Let's take the question for actual face value, but I'm going to take a huge swig first. Um, and then he took a sip. <sighs> So assume that I'm something re refreshing that's actually going to be, like, good for you, and drink without feeling, consume me without feeling all that much guilt. Um, you know what? 100 grand it's, bars! I, I'm, I'm, I'm a glass of skim milk, or if you want something that's actually, like, solid, um, I, I, I am a healthy, solid food. I am, I am like a hamburger, but I've got good toppings on me, and I'm not, like, super greasy, I am the delicious beef patty sesame seed bond type deal. Enjoy at your leisure. But don't, like, throw me on the sidewalk and leave me for the pigeons, because that's just completely unsanitary. It's true. Re reuse, reuse, recycle. Yeah, pretty much. Well, oh, okay, but reuse and recycle into your mouth, not into the mouths of pigeons. That's gross. Why would you do that? Number five. We don't make poop jokes on this cast. We're better than that. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't build that straight. Okay, number five. If we were to hug anyone on the bar cast, why would it be Enigma? Um, because you most of you guys have cartoon pastel horse avatars. They're inherently cute. And I like inherently cute things, and thus would hug them. So, so that, yeah, I... If if you were less cute, I'd be more apprehensive on the fence. But but no, you're you're getting motherfucking squeezed, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Number six, has the disappointment kicked in yet? It kicked in back when I was nine, boyo. It hasn't Fuck. gone away. Y'all came in way late to that party. Number seven, will all these questions bother you? Um, depends on how I'm feeling when I wake up in the morning. Like, if I'm feeling like P. Diddy, then probably not. But if I'm feeling more like, uh, someone really sad, then, then maybe. Okay, uh, there's, if I'm feeling like Keanu Reeves at the park on a bench, then I'd probably will, then the, then the regret will probably kick in. I think Plum just got incredibly mad at your quiet Kesha reference. <laughs> well, yes. He's never brushed his teeth with a bottle of Jack. Well, you know, you heard the song of it. <laughs> Fucking got him! Oh! That, that took like a hot second. But then it came on like fire. That was awesome. <laughs> Alright. Let's shake it off and move on to the next one. If you can be oh. any icon, hero, celebrity, or historical figure from any time, who would it be? Asks Novel Mings. <sighs> 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 
someone who was really good who did a lot of really good things to a lot of really good people. Um, a bugger. I couldn't be that sort of good person if I tried. Um, yeah, you know who would be really cool to be? I, I, I pick Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Um, the guy was brilliant and had a beautiful mind for art and showed it to a whole lot of people, and he had a kind of crazy personality, but that didn't stop him all that much. Well, it actually did, but... Well, okay, it did, but at the same time, it didn't. Not in the parts that were glamorizing. That was... He literally died young because yes. of his give-no-shit attitude, partying, and work ethic. All these things you love about him literally killed Mozart. But they killed him in a beautiful and tragic and artistic way. Well, they didn't! He wasted away in severe pain! <laughs> yeah, but did he get hit in a car crash? If you didn't get hit in a faster. car crash, you didn't get killed like a chump. That would have been faster. By the way, did you see the Princess Diana died like a chump? They celebrated her funeral. They celebrated her funeral by recycling a song meant for Marilyn Monroe. I'm not disrespecting her half as bad as Elton John did, okay? I'm sorry, I'm gonna take another step to the side. What about, you know, other famous people, you know, like James Dean? Um, I've... He was the rebel without a cause guy, right? Well, Holy maybe... fuck, man. No, we make sausage. I mean, <laughs> I will kill you. To be fair, Diana kind of did have some chumpish quality about her because. Careful. Like, no, because like Pink Floyd, her greatest hit was The Wall. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. It's a little chumpy to me. Wow. All wow. the things I cannot even. They're happening right now. Don't go die in a car accident, kids, because Petricord will think you're a chump. <laughs> she ain't getting no, get no education now. <laughs> I feel oh, uncomfortably man. numb right now. <laughs> oh my god. Like, if you wanted to do Pink Floyd references, have, have you guys done Floyd, like, Floydian Slip? Has he come on the barcast yet? Because he should. That you should tell be him. Right. Okay. Then, anyway, then. we sh we should ask questions that are not about dying in car crashes. <laughs> Number two, do you regret coming on the cast yet? <laughs> Until three minutes ago, I would have said no, but but the words that came out of my mouth just recently changed that answer to yes. So R.I.P. R.I.P. My fucking brain, lads. Okay, so I have like a genuine out of context question for you. It'll be quick. I promise, pencil. Okay. Did, sure. Does, does it, does this kind of feel like like a drinking party between writers at, at BronyCon and cons and shit like that? So that's kind of what we're aiming for. I have never been to a drinking party, but... What? This is a sweet summer child we have here when at When you Jackson. go to BronyCon, we're going to throw a party. Okay, yes, I, we, like, yes, we are. Yeah, I, we are. I went to Trick's party, like, twice, if that's the sort of thing that you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first time I was already really drunk and tired. When I say drunk, I mean like I had like one drink. So I just kind of slept in a corner for almost the entire thing. And I'm pretty sure Breast Septum made fun of me for it later. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one, I really didn't have all that much to drink uh, either because I don't know. It didn't super cross my mind all that much. 
So no, I haven't really done the thing where I get super drunk and talk with a lot of other super super drunk people before. This is kind of a first. This is like a drink and talk virginity type thing. But you guys are being gentle, don't worry. So we're talking about your virginity, that's what I heard. My, so, my sociocultural virginity. Got him. Got him. So what you're saying is you've never had sex with anyone in society, so you're a virgin. Gotcha. Um, Footer Priest says something about Brostoceptum's holier-than-thou attitude. We take the joke, and we move on. <laughs> Pizza poem? Question mark. Pizza poem? Oh. Pizza oh. poem? Oh. Oh, hi. Oh. Isn't she sweet? She is sweet, but she looks like she'd probably need to be kept well under room temperature. Because otherwise she'd melt, and that would be really bad. Or you could eat her. But she's so cute. Why would you want to get rid of a cute thing? Okay, so oh, no, 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 no. We've no, had hour-long conversation. hour conversations about this horse phenomenon before. Food ponies regenerate. Oh. 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 But they also reserve to get sexual pleasure out of being eaten. Um, yes. Oh, okay. If that's the case, then then sure. Like, I could think of worse ways to skimp on my food bill. It seems like a more than acceptable alternative. Plus, you know, free haircut and main trim. So I think we're both getting something out of that. Alright, next question is, who is best princess? Celestia, I already said that. She's she's too good for the sinful earth. Except not, but also is. Number two, who is best background pony? This is the part where I say Applejack, right? Like, I, I understand this is totally the part where I actually say Derpy, because it isn't back Applejack. Uh, checkmate farm ponies. Yes. Derpy is cute. Nailed it. You must, too, either A, have your body taken over for a day by... What the hell? You must choose... I don't... I'm trying to understand. Oh! Oh, okay. So this is... This is a... This is a... Okay. So I'm going to cut this down a little bit. Uh, oh, okay. okay. I'm seeing this, and it, I'm sort it's of just getting... Yeah. Formatting. It's just the formatting. So I'm going to have to do confusing. the first no one. We're going to do the first one, which is Luna, Celestia, Twilight. For each of Luna, Celestia, and Twilight, you can choose have your body taken over for a day by the pony, switch genitals for a month with the pony, and I'm guessing that the other body will feel the genitalia-like interaction, but, like, you won't, and or stab repeatedly watching as the life drains from their eyes. Okay. Um... This got dark. I worried that I was getting dark, but this is getting dark real quick. We get real dark, don't worry. You're you're doing fine. Hey, okay. Um so obviously Celestia gets to do the taking over, because she'd probably be the least likely to fuck everything up. Um and then I guess if I have to stab somebody, it's probably the someone most likely to not be super dead. Um and you know what? Twilight is basically Pony Jesus, so I guess I'm going to have to stab her so that she comes back bigger and stronger than before. <laughs> like, that's how it works in the stories, right? Like, <laughs> It's sad that I can't think of a character actually having a Jesus res resurrection except for Ilsa Hopstein from 
Hellboy, but that was basically the exact opposite of a Jesus icon or happiest situation possible. So then I guess I get Luna's Luna bits and uh, hope that people praise that moon instead of the other one. Okay. Every single one of these questions from Martin Luther Parks are all tied together. So I'll let you go ham on all of the questions at once. What would happen if you gave birth to a child and raised it entirely for its whole life in a room of pitch black darkness that it never leaves? Then what happens when you let it into a world when they're like 30 and they're still alive or 15 to lessen the chances of them dying? Would it ever have sight? What would happen to it in general? Oh man, I know the answer have to this. Yeah, there's, there's actual like scientific stuff about Pat, it. I think Patrick and I are going to talk about the same thing here. Go ahead, Patrick. No, no we're not going to talk because you were going to talk about something serious. Oh, thank God, you something not serious. I'm going to point the finger at Plato on this one because this is some parable of the cave shit right here. Okay, this that's that's so much better. Yes, this is the guy who ain't understanding shit, who's led to believe. That the shadows that he can see in the darkness are things that emulate reality. And then all of a sudden he gets that brilliant flash of insight. And he understands a true object, a true particle. I haven't taken philosophy since college, okay? Like, I'm totally misrepresenting Plato's case. But this this is enlightened freaking meant right here. This is a tale designed to imi imitate, describe... A philosophical concept that actually isn't what we're being what we're talking about in the first place because somebody else has the correct answer. But I'm sticking with that answer because if I'm going to be wrong, I might as well be wrong while drunk instead of having to admit I'm wrong like a sober person. That's the spirit. All I'll say is if you really want to know the answer to that, look up Genie, um, the feral child, and that's all we need to talk about. Long story short is they don't... Um, uh, like, uh, what's the question? Or what's the word? Um, they don't re they, they don't reintegrate. They don't reacclimate. They don't. They yeah, don't. They don't. They don't develop correctly, like at all. So it's not okay. Uh, Moostasm has the next set of questions. Number one: soft hooves or jazz hooves? Um. Well, given that I entered a soft hooves contest, and given that that proved to be the time of my life, I'm gonna have to go with that one. Yay! Number two. Equestria, vacation spot or permanent residence? Permanent residence, permanent residence, permanent residence. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> Our timeline is collapsing, and you must replace one famous piece of art with one piece of your art in order to stabilize it. Yes, writing is art. What art do you replace with that art, and how does it alter history? <laughs> Did you just, um, like, come on our cast? Are you, are you, like, are you okay? we've had people pee on the cast before, but at least I Milk mutes himself. That sounded pretty <laughs> See, I don't... I'm with Lamb, it sounded really... This is probably explicit. towing the line of being political. Like, you, like you're you, telling you, me... You put some porn stars to shame right there. I'm just, you're you telling me that I get to make sure that Anne Rand's... <laughs> ...never exists, oh and one of my porn fix does... Oh my I'm God. doing that. I'm doing that so hard. I'm going to pick the raunchiest, nastiest thing that I've written so far to replace that because it could possibly be worse. Petri, can I, I'll replace the Fountainhead if you replace Atlas, Atlas Shrugged. Yes, yes, okay, let's do okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> How does it change history? 
Well, because it doesn't catalyze the political philosophical movement of a substantial portion of um, people with opinions in this country and other countries. When I say this country, I mean the United States, and thus possibly deters certain political philosophical concepts from actually coming into light. Also, um, also, it makes sure that bitch doesn't write the same novel three times and claim it's different. It yeah, was so. Remember when one character. Uh, allegedly gives a speech for like four hours, but it was later proven that you can't say all those words in anything less than seven hours, and somebody actually timed it out. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that book was just, it was worse. I'm calling it right now. That book was worse written than Fifty Shades of Grey. I was not half as bored when reading something that terrible as I was with reading descriptions about the train tracks and a monologue that never fucking ended. Okay, we need to move on because I have such a hate boner for Ayn Rand that we could go on forever. So let's let's move on. Okay. So uh, getting random. Fuck it's you, priest. Time for Dark Angel, which means it's time to be sad with Dark oh, God. Angel. <clears throat> I guess we should, could say we're going in reverse. I love through. Are you truly happy with what you've done with your life? Nope. Nope, not at all. I wake up every day and realize that I'm full of regrets about the person that I never managed to be, and the person that I instead became. Lying and is never... permitted. Oh, well, uh, too late for that now. Whoops. My bad. Number two. Lying is still permitted. Do you regret anything? I regret everything. Like, the things I don't regret were getting to meet other people who were completely unregrettable people to meet. Everything else, with the exception of maybe one fic I wrote, is just like a solid stream of regrettability. Number three. Have you forgotten your joy? Um, it depends. Did the joy actually materialize, or did it just get buggy and clip through a wall, along with the dozens of other models of that one old lady, causing the whole simulation of life to crash? Yes. I blame Gearbox for that one, not the actual devs, but for the fucking publisher. Gearbox also, can't do shit. Also, this isn't getting old, Dark Angel. I love depressing questions. <laughs> Number four. <clears throat> Why do we hide inside these walls? I I really don't know what you're quoting. You're quoting something, and I really wish I could follow up on it, but I don't know, and I'm full of the sorrow. Number uh, five. What do you do to remain happy? Um, I play a lot of video games, and it doesn't make me happy so much as distracts me from all the sort of the bits about myself that I hate. And I occasionally write when I need the catharsis, and then sometimes I eat, like, 100 grand bars or ramen. They're both really good ways to forget about shit. All right. Lone Trooper now has the next set of questions. Hey, Patrick Ward, welcome to the Barcast. Are you drunk yet? You better be drunk. Number one. Oh, my fluff, for all that is cute and adorable, do not skip my Rickroll question pencil. I have worked too hard and too long to get to this point. You can't take this from me. Please don't. So I'm going to get up to it right now. Number seven. Never going to give you up. 
I'm gonna <laughs> let you down. Never gonna run around and hurt you. Just as you begin to. You AFK'd me! I did! <laughs> Beautiful. Just as you begin to sing the next line, Princess Celestia comes at you and pimp slaps you, declaring, We she do not sing me. that despicable song in our great nation. If you ever speak another verse of those wretched lyrics, I will personally banish you to the sun. Me. Will you turn around and let her down? Or never give up, make her understand, and tell you how her tell her how you're feeling. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> and if she asked me how I was feeling, I'd have to make her understand. Never I... gonna give you I'm no stranger to musical love. She knows the rules, so do I. I'm so close. My fingers are hovering over the timeout button, you guys. <laughs> Number two! What is your favorite heartwarming experience at a convention? Um, this isn't at a convention, but, like, I carpooled with uh, the world-famous author of My Little Dashie to Bronicod once, and yes, that did change my life. But, like, there was obviously a delay between when I got to meet him via train and when we actually went down there, so I spent, like, an afternoon cleaning out his barn, like, helping sort stuff and get stuff off the floor. That was honestly just felt really humane like actually doing shit with somebody else as opposed to just being a writer who knows another writer and i'm not sure if you can get a moment more than that that just helps emphasize that the people that you talk to are people and not simply status symbols or figures worthy of admiration or names attached to an online handle it was kind of magical like seriously and honestly number three what tips and tricks of the trade can you give to those who want to be horse-famous writers like you in the community? Uh, hang around with people that have lots of actual talent and are, who are super horse-famous. Uh, and that, that sounded really terrible and awful. Yeah, that I, did sound really terrible! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, only, the only way I feel like anyone has ever paid attention to me is because I have managed to be their friend for completely unrelated reasons. Um... And, you know, knowing people, knowing people, knowing people and getting your work recognized is just sort of incidental to actually trying to get to know them as a person and enjoy hanging out with them and having fun with them as, in the first place. Sometimes that happens with people that have a lot of friends and sometimes that happens with people that don't have a lot of friends. But if you want to actually get a community, if like the sort of people that you can connect to as opposed to just a slew of names, then you're not going to do that via your work. You're going to do that via your personality, via your likes and your dislikes, the stuff that you have to share, the things that you have to do to talk with other people. If you want fame, you're not actually going to get it if you think of fame in terms of raw and unabstract fame. The reason why people grow to like other people is because the people that seem liked are willing to reach out and actually get to know those people, or at least try to know those other people, on genuinely good terms. I feel like if you want to be the sort of person that is really honestly admired, then make some friends. Yes. 
Or you can just shitpost your way to the top like we do. It's true. Oh. All sorts of shit. Thank you, Milo. Number four. What's your favorite story you've written? Um, does not have to include MLP based. Well, unfortunately, the best MLP stuff, I, I mean, the best, the stuff that I actually took seriously was probably MLP stuff. I don't know. I wrote a story once about somebody trying to get over the death of someone else they really cared about. Um, and struggling with that fact ultimately, despite an interminable amount of time passing. I was, I was really kind of proud of that story. It, wasn't all that easy to write it was definitely semi-autobiographical and i really wanted to do like the themes of the story itself justice i feel like that's the sort of short uh, that even if that's the horse words that's the the sort of story that i'd be willing to show other people all right number five what inspires and motivates you to finish stories you're working on even when new ideas are more exciting to write about i'm terrible about that i'm flat out terrible about that Mostly it's people having to actually dope slap me and be like, hey, you need to finish that shit right now. And I'm like, and I don't want to. And they're like, nope, nope. You're sitting down, you're popping out some other words, you're doing it right now. And then I'm like, but Mr. Wanderer T, I don't want to be known as the porno guy. And then he's like, nope, nope. You see that? Dragon tits, that's what's happening. Get to it. And I'm like, fine, you're so mean. And he's like, you know, you love it, baby. <laughs> All right. Number six. I just inherited a bag milk factory that supplies bag milk to elementary schools. What should do with it? Oh, Burn it! Make sure that bag milk is distributed evenly to all of the bag milk vampires over there, so they're not a disenfranchised and discriminated against community. Uh, and get a genuine social network working, and make sure that there is actually like they aren't seen just as milk vampires, but that they're seen as actual living, breathing people that just happen to drink milk as a form of sustenance. Now, we're still horribly behind. We're only halfway through the question, so sorry, Lone Trooper. We're going to have to take a pass on the last three that you have here. They're just really long. We're trying to give everyone the best shot they can. Sorry about that. It's true. Um, Ryza has the next question. Is Enigma or Flutter Priest a better princess? Um, let me see your dresses, and let me see how you flaunt them, and then I'll make a decision. Hmm. I think you might need a panel of judges. Priest is best princess. Sexy judges? More skirts. True. <laughs> well, I mean, you could get like imploding colon and uh, blue harvest and short skirts and explosions and jokes. All right, number three. Or number next question. Number next question from Patchwork Poltergeist. What's it like having one of the coolest name on the entire hell site? Uh, probably not as cool as having a name like Colden Gardez, actually. I mean, if we're talking about cool names, so shrug. That, that's intended as a compliment. I'm trying to say that he has a really cool name. Um, yeah, you, you got that. I'm going to show We got you. We got you. No worries. No worries. Rob Cakron 53 also known as that guy who wrote My Little Dashy. <gasps> Yay. That fic changed my life. Now has the next questions. I never knew a man or broom can make such beautiful music together, but when you helped sweep my barn, there was magic in the air. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Thanks again for the cheese. My sister looked up some food recipes to make with it. They were all fantastic. If I'm going to be bringing a gift basket from the state that's supposed to be known as the dairy state, it's going to have cheese. That's just a given, okay? And I'll make it happen at next BronyCon if you want to, dude. 
next set of questions are from Mugany. Will Milk read the script I sent him for Leon the Professional? I think he'll really enjoy it. It has Milk. He sent me a, the, the script from Leon the Thing? Leon the, Leon the Professional is great. It's my favorite movie. I like that movie. Yeah. I mean, he died like a chump, but whatever. He didn't get hit, killed in the car crash, but also you need the international cut. You cannot have the American cut. They cut half an hour out of it for U.S. audiences because we couldn't handle it, apparently. I mean, I mean, my, my pedophilia. Anyway. <laughs> now we have questions from The Witching Hour. I just love that avatar. Okay. Are you the prettiest pony princess in all the land? If you aren't, who is? Um, the, the, the prettiest pony princess is obviously the author of My Little Dashy, who changes everyone's lives with, like, a smile. And I don't know. No, I having actually seen the author of My Little Dashy, um, I'm very drunk for the record, so I apologize. But now I'm just kind of imagining, like, Mario from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show wearing <laughs> a Sorry. very... Like wearing Rarity's Grand Galloping Gala dress, I'm not sure how to feel about this. Like, well, we can we can go to our resident ex, uh, My Little Dashy expert, Milk, who threw Rob Cakron in his trunk. Oh, I did. I actually had to think about that for a second. I do have a picture of Rob Cakron in the back of my car wearing a um, what's it? A, a construction helmet. Yeah, and it I don't know what happened. Picks or it did not happen. I have to find it, and it's going to take me a second because I have literally a couple thousand pictures on my phone that are just memes, porn, and lots of porn. We Alex can show you that later. It. Alex will find anyway, it. Anyway, yeah. All right. I guarantee you. How lewd can you lewd a lewd if a lewd isn't lewdy lewd? I'll lewd that unlewd and loody lewd all the way to the lewd moon and the loon stars. So that's that's how much you can do it, as much as like a cheesy romantic ballad from the 60s or 70s or something. Pretty damn lewd. Also, here's the uh, proof. What? In, in the, uh, behind the car. Oh, oh, okay. That's, that's, that's good to hear. Appro approval is nice. Oh my God! Wow, those are those are some good pictures. All right. Wow. Next question is: Who do you hate the most on the barcast as of now? I hate the bar itself. It keeps raising itself for me. How dare and you? It gets lower <laughs> I keep trying, every week. I I keep trying to reach the bar, but but it keeps being too high. And I'm like, no, bar, could you lower yourself a bit for me to make your standards? And the bar's like, fuck you, bitch. Learn to be better. And I'm like, no, fuck you, you scrub. I have a very contentious relationship with the bar. It's like the glass ceiling. I hate that, too. Man, I don't even know where to go from that. So <laughs> I'll ask a reasonable question. How go your plans to nuke the moon? Um, well, as it turns out, trying to acquire the launch codes from the United States security officials is remarkably easy. But trying to actually get a accurate path of trajectory from NASA is incredibly hard because they basically have no funding anymore. So I'm having to do all of the requisite calculations by myself with a TI-84 calculator and, you know, well, a I got sextant. A for you. And that's really tough. So it's it's been a little, a little I slow. I got a solution for you. Just uh, get on Twitter and hit up Elon Musk. 
Whoa. Oh my god, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we have question or not questions. We have kind of how does it make you feel kind of but it's like a how does it make you feel comic? What do you what do you think? Yeah. Oh, it's... I think Spike deserves all the sex and just like even more. And... We can't be friends anymore. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry that I'm like tacitly endorsing sex with minors, but the guy oh, deserves no, no. a good time, and he thinks he knows what he wants, so let give it to him like x and give it to us all, okay? I think just Spike should suffer. I have no, I have no issue with the whole, like, him being a minor thing. So that's all. That's all. Ouch. <laughs> um, okay, we have an interesting set of questions from Terry the Human. Uh, first off, no Doki Doki Literature Club questions today. Second, the OC updated my avatar, Heatwave. Thirdly, there are two OC ponies that I have made and redone. Please tell me what you think of these two OCs. They were made with bases and in MS Paint. That's all I have to work with. What do you think of Night Hunter and Jubilee Blossom? Every day, I imagine a future where I can be with them. In my hand is a pen that will write a poem of me and them. When the ink flows down to a dark puddle, I try to move the pen, write my way into their hearts. But if this world won't give me the voices, uh, what what will it take to find that special day? What, what will it take to find that special day? An attempt was made, and I'm proud of you. I'm sorry, I only really know the last set of lines from that song. You made, you know, an attempt was made, and I am proud of you. You know okay. what? You know mm -hmm. who would like your song? Uh, and virtually everyone who played DDLC? Just Monica. Oh! Let's keep going! Terry Let's the Human has the next question. You could become your OC, one of them, would you? If you say yes, yep. would you do... What would you do with the chance that you're given, and what's your end goal in Equestria? My job prospects haven't been good in this real life, so they probably wouldn't be that good in Equestria. It's probably not best to hop ship into a different universe when you don't exactly have a plan for what you're going for, but I don't really have a frickin' plan for what I'm going for with here either. A change of scenery would be nice. And I've heard the weather's very pleasant in Equestria. So I might as well go there and find out. All right. Ultimate Overlord now has the next question. Who's the best member of the Student Six, and who's the least best? <clears throat> I keep changing my mind on who's the best, because I want to say all of them are the best. Do I go with the one that's incredibly huggable, or the other one that's incredibly huggable, or the third one that's incredibly huggable, or, you know, the others that are incredibly huggable? These are difficult, difficult thoughts. That said, I haven't seen all the series, and I've heard that some characters get better, and some get tons and tons better. Judging on my limited pool of information, I want to say Bug Horse. Like, 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 like the Bug Moose pony thing. The, ah. the, 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 the shy Bug Moose is... I got you, I got you. She's a solid box bugs. of hugs, and I would squeeze her all day, every day, if I could. Perpetual I get, cuddles. I get the sense you really like hugs. I, a hug for me is like, maybe this is because of how I relate to physical contact, but for me, like a hug is about the purest form of physical expression that you're going to get. Does that mean There's that no, you remember hugs of people that you meet? 
I want to say yes, but my memory is just in general really There's awful. Too many hugs. I I want to remember every single hug I've ever been given. I hey, can't manage. We hugged at BronyCon two years ago. <laughs> I'm really freaking sorry that I can't. Oh no, no worries. <laughs> just Plum was giving you shit about it before. I was like, how can I? How can I rattle him? <laughs> well, see, that's that's when you make it awkward and you lean into his ear and goes, "I masturbate to your writing." <laughs> so next question. So next question. Though. I'm not an enigma, though. All I'm gonna say about Professor Plum is that he's from the sort of com- country that goes into mourning when Freddo's raises their prices. I Cheap thought- chocolate being slightly more expensive is enough to send the entire United Kingdom into an existential crisis. I thought they're usually just in mourning when we're at night. Please, oh. next question! Please, please next question! has the next question. Number one, what is your favorite combination of foods? Oh, shit. I, I eat a whole bunch of different foods. Um, wow. I like the sort of ramen where you get a really good base, and then you get some really good noodles, and then you just throw whatever the fuck you want into the bowl. Like, could be meat, like pork belly, could be like, I don't know, basil or something. Just like, take a whole lot of stuff and throw it into a base, fam. And it's basically stew, but stew with really good noodles and a delicious broth. That's pretty much the best thing ever. Yes. Pencil and I have gotten into ramen competitions to make our yes. like, best ramen. <laughs> Number two. How would you do thing pwn? I would do with a f- Molotov up her snatch until there was nothing left. Kinky. That's hot. Damn, that's spicy. <laughs> wow. Anyway. I, only Petricord got it. Like, right away. Oh. Number three. Finish the following sentence. Boobs are not for... Disrespecting. Thank you. That's Aww. true, actually. Aww. Four, if mimics are able to shapeshift themselves into any inanimate object, does that mean that everything could be a mimic, like your phone, the computer, or the chair you're sitting in right at this moment? They're fairly benign mimics, and they don't really give me a whole lot of shit when, you know, I hang around the apartment for the entire day or make burn meat and get smoke all over the place. So, like, good job, mimics. Thanks for being chill, and I'm sorry I don't make things easy for you. All right. Number five. Which butt is best pony butt? Silly butt. No question. Flutter butt is also pretty good. And zebra butt. And so many butts. I, butts. I, could, I could spend like hours making up a tier list of butt quality. But we don't have enough time. We do not. Number six. What two Disney characters are best gay couple? Oh my gosh. Oh, I need to have seen more Disney to actually give a really beautiful answer for this one. Um, was it ever confirmed whether or not Stitch has a vagina? Um, pretty sure Stitch is a boy. Oh, okay, then that would make it a heterosexual pairing. Shit. Um... Were you going to say Lilo and Stitch? I'm I'm curious as to where this is going. I really I mean, I was going to say that, but apparently if we're talking different sets of genitals, or at least different associated sexual relation, then I can't really, like, do that sort of thing. I I know the other obvious answer is Elsa and that one red-haired chick. Anna! Anna? They're they're sisters. Okay. um, Incest is Wincest! Oh, (laughs) 
Oh, 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 gay couple, gay couple. I got. I I haven't thought about this at all, which is why I'm just saying stuff off the top of my head. Okay, just Bogo and Clawhauser. So next question. Did I win? <laughs> I think I just won. That was the sound of me winning. <laughs> Number seven. Would you approach a mimic if it presents itself as best pony butt? Yes, yes, yes. And I would treat it very cor courteously. It would probably be able to sense my sexual intentions anyway, but that doesn't mean I can't be polite. Number eight. How to punish Spike for being the little shit he is. Hugs. Hugs and lots of hugs. Enigmatic Otaku has a question. Hey, aren't you my alt account? See, if I were your alt account, first of all, I'd be better at words. Oh, fuck. And what? Oh, I heard that the wrong way. I thought you I, just... I'd be better at up. words, and also I'm probably sure I would have written about the egg bump earlier, but I haven't yet. He's Unless I nice have, and that's just being... Wait, that's just waiting for like a Christmas special or something. Stop being nice to Enigma. Oh my god, he's gonna come to expect that. I'm the fucking worst being nice to people that I shouldn't be nice to. It's just like verbal judo. Jesus Christ. Enough Enigma. What, what's next? <laughs> ASMR Sinist has the next question. Would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior, Freaky Fred? Are you interested in joining his church known as the Nowhere Home for Freaky Barbers? I'm not sure I would be accepted into his vaunted clergy. A clergy, I don't have a whole lot of hair to give, um, and that's sort of like trying to enter the Catholic Church without really having a soul. Um, it just it, it wouldn't work out between us. He'd want more for me than I could actually give back, and I wouldn't want to feel like my presence was a blasphemy in your eyes, Fred. <laughs> I'm so, right. proud I did, I, I'm so proud I didn't make a religious joke. Anyway. Now it's time for questions with Vylon. Heads up. Oh, shit, it is? Yes. Uh -huh. It's time for questions with Vylon. Vylon, who hurt you? Um. Hi, Patrick Cord. Hello. How are you today? Um. I'm very drunk. If that's a positive state of being, then I guess I'm good. And that concludes questions of Vylon. Oh. <laughs> now it's time for the lightning round with Lactrius, who has a bunch of yes-no questions for you. Don't think about I them think too hard. I think they're all gonna be yes, so let's just fucking do it. Would you hug a bat pony? Hug. Would you hug a Kirin? Hug. Would you hug an original changeling? Hug, hug, hug. Would you hug Fluttershy? Hug. Would you hug Ocellus? Hug. Would you hug Apogee? Hug, hug! Would you boop Apogee? Boop! And that's our lightning round. That was awesome! Good job! <laughs> Mobile Sam asks... Potato? Potato. Oh, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Now we're going to Chris's the Bomb 04, who's tuning in for his first cast and has a Steven Universe avatar picture. Hello, Petri, and other humans of the bar cast. My name is Chad, and this is my first stream. If you're reading this, here are my questions, Mr. Cord. Number one, who is your favorite Steven Universe fusion? I Like I said, I'm years behind. That being said, Smoky Quartz. One of the most powerful series of episodes, if not the most powerful, in the entire frickin' show. Turn one of my least favorite characters to one of my favorites. So, not Garnet. Absolute trash. Oh, you fair enough though. You're Number right, two. Yeah. 
What do you think is one of the best fan fictions, MLP or otherwise, that you've ever read? I could give like a hundred different answers to this, and they would all be basically be true, and they're all a lot of really super amazing. I'm going to pick two out of my hat, okay? Uh, one from a guy that I've never actually met, and that's going to be Duncan R's Erase and Rewind, which is just a fantastic piece of literature in general, and should basically be reading material for anyone inside high school or whatever. And then from somebody that I actually do know, and which is, I think, inspiring me to do some more writing of my own, I'm going to go with um, Gap Jaxie's Roll Credit series, which does a really good job of presenting actors as actual people as opposed to just people portraying a specific role. Oh, huh, okay. Also very educational. Cool. Number three. This is not a question, but it's okay to be gay, Petri. Oh, yeah. Number four. Do you think Rainbow Dash is a lesbian? Um, I think she will fuck anything with a pulse. So, um... Whoa! That sounds like the <laughs> Venusverse. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, they literally have a chart of what Rainbow Dash is not stuck... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Number five. Griffins or hippogriffs? I haven't seen a whole lot of, um water cat burbs that I've liked because I haven't seen a whole lot of them proper because I'm behind. Um, so I guess I technically have to side with cat burbs. But that said, Silverstream is also just a gigantic box of hugs, and she's very much yes. So it's it's the former, but with more than lip service paid to the latter. Alright. We all know that Discord is the fucking best character in all of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, but... What is your favorite Discord moment or joke? Uh... Wow. I really want to provide an answer that isn't completely fucking morbid. But, honestly, the thing that immediately comes to mind is physically disappearing out of existence. Because you're so willing to make yourself try to be something that you're not that you cease to become your own identity anymore. That was a hell of a dark moment in the show, but hella important for actually illustrating what the episode was going through. A whole fucking episode was like a major doozy. Like, Jesus. Number seven. But it was good. I stayed up all night for this. It's 8.30 a.m. here, and I have no sleep. What's the latest you've ever stayed up? First of all, get some sleep, Chad. All, yeah, all, of, our, all of our streams go up on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube... Everything is everywhere. You can catch up on everything on those sites. You don't have to stay up just to catch us live. And you can add questions whenever you want because we try to put the questions up early. Anyway, uh, what's the longest you ever stayed up, Petri? Um, I pulled a few all-nighters in college, mostly when I need to finish up big projects uh, for, you know, studying for finals and or turning in huge, like, dozens of pages papers um, that were final exam equivalents. Also, a couple of times when I had to deliberately sleep-deprive myself in order to go in for testing later for brain stuff, that wasn't fun. As, like, latest staying up of own volition, I once stayed up till 4 a.m. playing League of Legends, because I really, really wanted to do well on my placements. Uh, I'm not super proud of that, because I played like a shit. The game was fun, but I played like a shit. Number eight. 
Is almost every female character in MLP incredibly attractive, or is it just me and the fact that I'm a fucking creep? Almost every female character? Okay, yeah, almost. Uh, I guess you have to stick on that one. But but no, that's that's pretty much objectively true. Nail right on the head there, bud. What about, like, Granny Smith? Would you say she is a uh, gilf? Have you seen old pictures of her? She was a looker. I mean, like, in this current incarnation. Oh, in this current incarnation? Well, that's why we use the word almost. She would be experienced, though. It's Grilled. true. I bet, I bet she gives great head. Grilled? Yeah, oh, yeah. She takes those dentures out. Yeah, yeah, Flam's got it. <laughs> oh, jeez, snooch. Or if that you're in turn the, you on, the I don't know who you are. You could also go after a woe Nelly. True, true. I More cushion for the pushing. More cushion for the pushing. Mm, Number nine. Always good. I actually have, like, a battery here that I'm going to use to keep track of this. Like, the of these. You, you'll get it once I start reading it. Can you reverse the reversal of the reverse reversal that reversed the reversal of the reverse reversal before the reverse reversal reverses? <laughs> Which adds up to one actual reversal. Well, I fucking completely emptied that out. I hope you're happy. Woo! Now I have nothing left Woo! to drink. Well, we're almost done, so you did good. Oh, hey, nice. We only got a few more questions, and I think you'll love the next one, honey. Oh, dear. How do you feel? No! No! Stop! Get out of here! Go home! But she's so sad! Verboten. Uh, no! No! This is not- No! Just no! No, stop and go! Honey. Like, Honey. No. <laughs> That's why I said it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely adding, by the way, I'm definitely adding um, wasp coffins to the Carbs Against Barcast deck, so yeah. Uh, out of a cannon, into the sun, 1,000 years, no elements of harmony right now. No. Right. Final destination, no items. Now we're going to Damon <laughs> McRae, who has the final question of the night. My party got cancelled two hours after I spent 50 bucks getting ready for it. Please suggest the most obscure, terrifying horror game movie that you know of to make me feel better. Ooh. Also, uh, I want Pencil to take a crack on this one after you're done, Patrick. I'm not necessarily sure I can call it horrifying, but if you want a movie that's really going to creep you the fuck out, then Eraserhead is almost going to be standard material. That's I think good it's really shit. good. I think it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. But there is no way that anyone could describe it as not unnerving. But your baby is crying. In heaven, everything is fine. But your baby I... is crying. Why aren't you comforting it? <sighs> I have not seen a Because of the man in the moon and the lady in the radiator. That's why. Uh, that's oh. a really good choice. Um, most obscure terrifying horror game movie like how obscure are we talking here because if you want something that's just like a good time will be had by all i rec i refer i recommend the orphanage um but that's not that obscure it's foreign language but it's not that obscure um if you want a really obscure horror movie that'll make you feel good about your life and laugh and also be really distressed uh basket case i recommend basket case oh i haven't seen that one it is a cult movie. I'm, I'm at this point recommending horror cult films. Or also, if you want to hate your life in every way, watch Edition. Um, if you want horror games that you should jump at, obviously there's there's the, the clear-cut winners of things such as uh, 
um, you know, Resident Evil 7 and such. But I always rec like to recommend Layers of Fear, Detention, and I've been really wanting to try, try out a new game called Visage. Try those. Silent Hill 2. Oh, well, that's not, that's not true, though. It is not. But it is horrifying. Yes. Now we've entered the last five minutes of the chat. Petri, we're opening this up to you. Tell us what you got going on. What? How can people reach you? Where can they follow your stuff? Um, I normally say that I have a variety of other channels for which to contact me on, but outside of this Discord page and the Discord account that I have, I guess the only thing that I really have to talk about is my Fim Fiction page. So if you go to Fim Fiction and if you search up Petricord, P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R-T, uh, I might type that out in the Barcast group after we're done. You just through then the you... Twitch chat. Yeah, we got you. Okay, then you can always go to check out my stories, read my blogs, follow my liked and associated links. Um, otherwise, I don't necessarily have a large enough following to actually build up a substantial base, so if you just want to message me privately and say hi, that's also totally fine. I also tend to have my Steam accounts running and a bunch of other game accounts running up for, for a fairly long period of time, so if that's the sort of thing that you're interested in and you think it's the sort of thing that I'd be interested in based on what I have up and running so far, then feel free to shoot me a question or send me an invite and I'll be happy to answer it and maybe we could end up gaming together if we're not talking about stories and stuff together, and who knows? I'm always open to meeting new people, particularly at this time of night, and... I'm really flattered that I got the time of day to talk about stuff on here and to answer questions from people on here. Um, we also have a gift for you um, right now in uh, behind the counter. That's not a gift. That's not a gift <laughs> at all. But it's but so nice. Squish makes gifts for the wor world. That is no. I'm. I'm nervous. I'm not even sure I want to read those text bubbles because that has me doing a heck of a scare, mate. Um, they're actually kind of cute so far. Aren't they cute? Yeah. All right. Mm. <sighs> All right. And are there any final words you'd like to leave everyone with? Any messages you want to send anyone out on? I'll take the one thing that I tried to say as a bit of advice that was not dismissed out of hand as being cliche. Mm -hmm. When you listen to music, and when you find something that sounds really amazing, like we're talking a chorus, a stanza, a couple of seconds of a snippet, maybe just one particular chord structure, take that moment down. Save a recording of it. Write down how it made you feel. And later on, listen to that recording over and over again as many times as is necessary until you can fully articulate how that feeling got to you. If you really want to write something, a scene, that feels punchy and impactful, being able to recall that particular memory of that particular audible moment and how it made you feel and being able to translate that into writing might create something unexpectedly powerful and something that people wouldn't otherwise see coming. Couldn't have said it better myself. Petricord, it was wonderful having you on the cast. It was Truly. amazing being on the cast. Thank you so much, dudes. Of course, man. Everyone be sure to tune in next week when we have... Oh my god, is it happening next week? Is it it's actually happening? happening next week. Oh my Milk. god. Oh Who my do god. we have next week? We might have Boris, uh, Dr. Boris G. <laughs> if you've never heard of Dr. Boris G... He is popularly known as one of the announcers for the 4chan Cup. 
So, oh. we're going to have a great time. We're going to talk about rigging, and we're going to talk about Slash MLP. So, be sure to tune in next week. But until then, thank you for listening to the podcast. This has been a non-pencil. Hey, Alex, do all the links to our YouTube and stuff and our Patreon, which you should all donate to. That's okay. Bye. Flamin' Orfer. We live in a society. Enigma <laughs> is actually dead. Rip. A moment of silence for Enigma. Milk, okay. fuck that. No. Now we're done. <laughs> Milk. Oh, uh, rip. Okay. Rav. I know I got a piss, but I can't find my dick. Our Shit. wonderful guest, Petricord. Heidily ho, friendarinos. Gross. <laughs> and you were Flutter Priest. I am? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Then. Bye. Da, 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 da. See you next week, everybody! Did we rip? Yeah, we're, we're ripped. Oh, fuck! Okay. I'm the one that has the Yeah, button. you have to <laughs> press the button! <laughs> 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 <laughs>